What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. We got another good one for you today as KD does his first interview since tearing his Achilles in the, well, the second to last game of last season, his last game of last season, obviously. Uh, He does an interview with Chris Haynes. Plenty of stuff about the Warriors in there. The preseason schedule is announced, and Draymond Green and some other friends crash a pickup game. That's all coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome into Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. And look, I know there's Warriors fans from everywhere, but I'm from the Bay. Hard Knocks just started. It's the Oakland Raiders. I thought that first episode was awesome. I'm jacked up for the NFL season. And if you are too, you can check out the new Locked On NFL because it is on fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened to NFL shows with expert analysis from former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked on the NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked on NFL on your favorite podcast provider. It really is great, guys. Check it out. Regardless of who you're a fan of, I think you just figured out that I am a Raiders fan. I'm all East Bay teams, man. Warriors, Raiders, A's. Let's go. Let's go. And be careful in cryogenic chambers or whatever the hell it is that gave Antonio Brown frostbite. All right. Anyways, back to the Warriors, back to the NBA. Kevin Durant did his first interview, his first sit-down interview with Chris Haynes. uh, First interview since tearing his Achilles in the finals. Uh, First interview since leaving the Warriors for the Nets. And he did that with Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports. And nothing earth-shattering in there, but there was definitely some tidbits that are worth mentioning because obviously there was plenty about the Warriors uh, in his first first sit-down since leaving. Obviously, there's going to be plenty about the Warriors. And to start, they asked about the injury. And I'm pretty uh, tired of it because... He's already come out and talked about it, already said it wasn't the Warriors' fault, but apparently people decided not to listen to him say that initially and, you know, form their own opinions, whether it's Bill Simmons or uh, Stu Gatz or, you know, anyone out there who who decided that it was the Warriors' fault and the Warriors mishandled it. KD, for one, already said they didn't and that it wasn't their fault and that he had a third-party doctor look at it and they all came to the same conclusion about him playing, but that wasn't salacious enough for a lot of people in the media, so they decided to blame the Warriors. And first question right out the gate from Chris Haynes was, did the Warriors mishandle the injury? And now reading from the story, Durant slowly straightened up with a perplexed expression on his face. Hell no. How can you blame the Warriors? Hell no. I heard the Warriors pressured me into getting back. Nobody never said a word to me during rehab as I was coming back. It was only me and director of sports medicine and performance Rick Celebrini working out every day. Right when the series started, I targeted game five. Hell not. It just happened. It's basketball. It happens. 
Nobody was responsible for it. It was just the game. We just need to move on from that because I'm going to be back playing. So, I mean, I guess it's nice to have that on the record now, which it already was, though. I don't know why people ignored it the first time. But now that that's out of the way, obviously he doesn't blame the Warriors. He shouldn't blame the Warriors. And anyone that blamed the Warriors was wrong. So I'm, I'm glad it's out of the way. I'm, I, I'm tired of it, though, because even if the Warriors were pressuring him, Kevin Durant's a grown man who could have said no. But it, that doesn't even matter because the Warriors didn't pressure him. He wanted to play. Why, why do we have such trouble recognizing that maybe these guys that love the game that they play for a living or have played their whole life might actually want to play the game? Like, I know it's different in NCAA when Zion Williamson wants to continue to play, but why is it so hard for us to understand that, you know, maybe he wants to play basketball with his best friends? You know, maybe KD wants to get out there and try and win a third championship in a row. I, I, I don't know why. Just because most of us hate our own jobs doesn't mean that professional athletes hate theirs. So he was also asked about if he heard the cheers from the Toronto crowd after he was injured. And he says he didn't. He was in a daze and didn't really comprehend what was going on. But uh, he had a nice little quote for them now. <laughs> After the fact, he said, it'll probably be the last time they're in the finals, uh, Durant told Yahoo Sports with a smirk. So, just a nice little jab. Nice little jab at Toronto after what was an ugly scene and an uh, inexcusable one, regardless of how many GoFundMes they made after the fact. KD was also asked about him leaving for the Nets. And... I understand why he's not going to get too much into it, but I don't know. It's just kind of a weak answer, I guess. But, well, I mean, he doesn't have to get too into it either. But his answer was, because I wanted to. The basketball was appealing. If I was leaving the Warriors, it was always going to be for the Nets. They got the pieces and the creative front office. I just like what they were building. And don't get me wrong. You guys have heard me rave about the Nets all all year and their rebuilding process and how well they've done. But it's just, what are, what are they building up to? Uh, a, a team, what's the best case scenario? They become a team that goes to three straight finals? Like whatever they're building is to hopefully become what the Warriors are, or at least were with Kevin Durant. And so it's a somewhat diplomatic answer. And again, he's not going to get into it and say, you know, I wanted to play with my friend uh, Kyrie. I wanted to play in New York. You know, Draymond kind of got on my nerves a little bit. Uh, it was definitely Steph's team, and there was nothing I could do about that. You know, Clay likes his dog too much. Steve Kerr, you know, doesn't like ISO ball. Uh, I, I didn't want to play in San Francisco. Whatever, whatever the reasons were. You know, I don't blame him for not getting too into it, but just the reason he did give, I think, is kind of weak, I guess, just because you left the best situation. And regardless of where you went to, whatever they're building, the best-case scenario is that they, they become what the Warriors are. So I, I get why he didn't, but, again, it just the, the answer left me wanting a little more. What can I say? But, but that's nothing new either. 
And even through all of this, we have to recognize that Kevin Durant is not going to be playing in the 2019 season. You know, that was part of the story as well, is as soon as he was done talking, he went to do more rehab uh, on his leg. So, you know, there's obviously a lot more reasons why he left the Warriors, and I think Kyrie, I think uh, New York, I think potentially having a team that is looked at as his own, I think all those things played a factor. And I also think that the pairing of Kyrie, DeAndre Jordan, and Kevin Durant is potentially explosive and not just on the court because obviously they're all very talented on the court, but explosive in the sense that they're all moody kind of dramatic guys. And you know, this could, this could blow up in a bad way, but we'll have to wait and see uh, at least another year. But Kevin Durant also, when asked about his time in golden state, he did say it was a life changing experience. Uh, It was a life-changing experience. Durant told Yahoo Sports, I grew up as a young adult in OKC and then entering my 30s in Golden State was an enlightening experience. Getting to play the game and reaching that level with the players of different backgrounds, it was just so much fun that went into that experience. It elevated me mentally, physically, and elevated my game. It was a fun time, and I appreciate all that we accomplished together. So again, pretty standard and diplomatic answer from Kevin Durant there. Uh, Of course, you won championships. You know, you had great success with the Warriors. So it's all good. And I'm glad to kind of get this out of the way. And I'm sure he is too, just because now we can kind of move on from his Warriors tenure. And I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see him do much media over the next year while he's rehabbing. And so it'll still be on people's mind, but, and you know, won't fully move on until he's actually suiting up for the Nets. But for now, this is a nice first step to move forward and, you know, just move forward with the fact that KD is a net. Warriors are moving forward with D'Angelo Russell. And, you know, to throw another awful cliche out there, it is what it is. It's the reality of the situation. Uh, but it was interesting to hear him talk for the first time since the injury. And hopefully it all works out for everyone. But maybe just a little better for the Warriors. Going to take a quick break. Come back. Uh, Some of the schedule has been announced. The preseason schedule has been announced. The regular season schedule comes out on Monday, and Draymond Green crashes a pickup game, and no, it was not mine. Uh, But first, you guys, fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and Locked On Fantasy Football. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Then you are the same. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked on fantasy football on your favorite podcast provider. What up, everybody? Welcome back into Locked on Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. You just heard me talk about uh, Locked on fantasy football. And this year we are doing a Locked, or a, yeah, a locked on fantasy basketball league. Uh, our guy Josh Lloyd, who does the Locked On Fantasy uh, NBA podcast, is setting it up for everyone. And I've never been a fantasy sport guy. I did my first fantasy football team last year, and uh, you know, came in second place. No big deal. Like you know, your boy is pretty solid at managing stuff. But when it comes to fantasy basketball, man, I don't know. I'm lost. So stick around for that. There should be some funny, funny results coming out of that. Uh, considering I've never done it before. 
And, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe I get hooked. The football didn't do it for me. I don't know if I'm going to do football again, but I think basketball might get me hooked. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But be sure to check that out. I'm sure we'll have some updates for you along the way as well. The preseason schedule for the Golden State Warriors has come out, and damn it, man, I am excited. It's two months away, less than two months away, and it feels like the finals ended two days ago. I love the preseason in the NBA because it, I'm not going to say it matters, but you actually get some of your guys. You get to see some guys actually play. Where in the NFL, you, you don't see any of them. Uh, MLB spring training is completely different, uh, but but NBA preseason is actually, I think it's fun, personally. But one of the weird things about this is, so they'll start October 5th, taking on the Lakers at 5 p.m. at the Chase Center. They got five days off. October 10th, take on the Timberwolves at the Chase Center. October 14th, they will be taking on the Lakers at Staples. October 16th. They will be taking on the Lakers at Staples. And October 18th, they'll be taking on the Lakers at the Chase Center. So four out of their five preseason games are against the Lakers. Which is kind of weird. I mean, maybe it's because they're opening the season against the Clippers. They don't want to play them. I don't know why you wouldn't have one against the Kings. Or like Portland or just any of the, the West Coast teams why you wouldn't want to schedule any with them, but especially the Kings they are an hour and a half away where, you know, LA is at least a flight away. So I don't know. That's, that's the intriguing or the, the interesting tweak to their uh, preseason schedule, but I'm excited, man. It's two months away. It'll be our first look at D'Angelo Russell and Willie Cauley Stein and uh, uh, Glenn Robinson our second look at the rookies like Pascal, our first look at Jacob Evans with the other, not starters, but the other NBA players. He played some summer league, obviously, and looked solid. I was intrigued by Jacob Evans uh, during summer league, just in the fact that he looked like he'd be able to contribute. Uh, Not huge offensive numbers or anything, but his defense is for real, and they're going to need that with no Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, or Clay Thompson, or Kevin Durant for a long time. Uh, but also, you know, his ball handling was better than I remember. Did have some turnovers and stuff, but it'll be our first look at him with the other, with the ro- regular rotation players. And just our first look at this new team, man. It is a new team. There's no doubt about it. This is a brand new squad of Warriors. I mean, who are the, they got a core four now. And that's Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Kevon Looney. Uh, I know people won't want to put Kevon Looney in there, but he's in there. He is part of it. He's the, outside of the, the main three, he's the longest tenured warrior. And uh, I think he's 23 years old. <laughs> so that's wild. But D'Angelo Russell's the one, obviously, that you have your eye on, uh, not just during preseason, all throughout the regular season. And speaking of the regular season, the regular season schedule will come out on Monday at 3 Eastern, so that's noon for us. Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys listen on the West Coast, but or on the East Coast, but on the West Coast. For us, for me, that'll be noon. And one of the things that I'm interested in and intrigued about, MLK Day, obviously, and then just national TV games. Because you've heard me talk about it before. 
and maybe I'm just sensitive to it, but it seems like people kind of wrote off the Warriors as soon as KD left. Like, they're not going to be as good. They're not going to be as interesting. And uh, the number of national TV games will kind of speak to at least how the league views them. Are they still relevant? And I, I think they are. And I think the fact that they have a Christmas Day game uh, kind of proves part of that as well. So that's what I'm looking for when the schedule comes out on Monday. Besides that, I mean, number of back-to-backs and, you know, when does the – when exactly is the All-Star break? Because I imagine we won't see Clay until after the All-Star break. So that's part of it. Uh, just little stuff like that. I mean, it's such a new team that the rivalries are kind of – I wouldn't say out the door. I mean, I think that Rockets rivalry is still there. And uh, it'll be fun to beat them a bunch of times and on Christmas night as well, especially now that they have Russell Westbrook. But <laughs> that's what I'm looking for when the schedule releases. Is there anything special you guys are looking for? Hit me up on Twitter at CTH415 uh, because, uh, you know, it's just a schedule release. just lets you know when they're, when they're playing who. That's about it. Uh, going to take one more break. Come back. I want to talk about Draymond Green crashing a pickup basketball game. And I want to tell him where I play pickup so he can crash mine. That's coming up next here on Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, everybody? Welcome back to Locked On Warriors. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. What's good? So Draymond Green apparently is on vacation in the Bahamas. And apparently with some friends as well. Because a video came out recently of Draymond crashing a pickup game in the Bahamas. And it's not just Draymond. It's Draymond and DeMarcus Cousins in uh, board shorts and flip-flops. It's John Wall and Eric Bledsoe (laughs) crashing a pickup game in the Bahamas. It's pretty freaking awesome. Uh, I love seeing stuff like this. If you guys are looking for another game to come out to uh, Stinson Beach and you can crash that one uh, when I'm there, Draymond and Boogie. I mean, you can bring John Wall and Bledsoe too if you want. It's whatever. But I just love stuff like this. Uh, It's pretty cool to see them out there doing it. And it's interesting that, you know, apparently all these guys are friends enough or close enough to maybe they're not vacationing together but end up in the same spot and want to go. Crash a pickup basketball game. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just pretty funny, and it's classic mid-August NBA talk. Uh, well, you know, there, there's only so much going on. Uh, Steph Curry is at, like, an Under Armour camp uh, with a bunch of high schoolers getting crossed up, and Draymond's in the Bahamas. And Clay is at home, I assume rehabbing with the dog so there's your update uh one of the things i'm interested in is to see how does d'angelo russell weave his way in here into you know warriors fans i don't know psyche or thoughts or whatever you know because all that stuff that i just mentioned steph at the under armor camp draymond in the bahamas clay at home with rocco is all kind of what we expect out of these guys. Like, we're going to learn about this new guy, D'Angelo Russell, pretty soon, and uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Especially living in San Francisco. I hear he might be uh, 
he he's a candidate to be enjoying San Francisco a little too much. Not that he is already or anything like that, but hell, twenty three, just signed a max deal for the Warriors living in San Francisco. Man, I'll tell you what, I know I'd enjoy it, but we'll have to wait and see. And uh, that's not a knock against him. Don't anyone take this too seriously. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how his personality is coming in with this team and uh, whether it fits or not. But apparently, very coachable, good young man. So, God, that just sounded so old. Good young man. I hate myself for saying that. But, uh, yeah. Now I'm just rambling. Seems like a good spot to end the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back Monday, uh, probably late Monday night, though, uh, because I have some some work things that are getting in the way of Monday. So late Monday night should have an episode, and then Wednesday and Friday as well. So come on back. Have a fun, safe weekend, everyone. And thank you for listening to Locked On Warriors on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can't climb a mountain. If it's smooth, right? You got to go over the rough spots. <laughs> Peace. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily podcast on the Golden State Warriors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.